0: Drove downtown in the rain. 9:30 on a Tuesday night. Just to check out the late night record shop. Call it impulsive. Call it compulsive. Call it insane. Woohoo. But when I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's a matter of instincts, a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact. You can call me Pavlov's dog, ring a bell and I'll salivate, how'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue, cause right now I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did, well I am. Lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. Ooh. 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 ooh, 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 Feel it, feel the music in my blood. Feels good
1: to be back with you. Beautiful day today. 11:49 a.m. Monday, March. March, it's May, May the 6th, May the 6th be with you, the 6th, isn't that like, isn't the Sith something in Star Wars, so May the 6th could be another Star Wars day, Um. it's a great day, oh my god, beautiful icy blue skies here in Pullman, I'm here at Starsborn HQ, second floor of the coffee house, apartments across the street from Washington State University, holding it down, beautiful day, gorgeous. I think it's supposed to be north of 70 degrees today. So, I love it. Uh Thank you so much for joining me for yet another exciting episode of A Stars Born, part five of The Rock. I think the fifth part feels like we've been we've been talking about the rock doing this episode for a whole month because i think we have i think i did part 1 like right before i left which was over a month ago left to go back to to the west side to do that easter bunny but um yeah so let's let's try to let's try to get through the rock's imdb page why don't we sounds like a good uh, good game plan but before we get into that let's do uh some housekeeping so um, yeah thank you so much for sharing the podcast of course thank you for telling a friend, family member co-worker orthodontist, dentist grocery, beggar you name it football player office, cubicle co-worker you know umpire at a baseball game doesn't matter but yeah thank you so much um and thanks for checking out my books on Amazon and Kindle. So let's see. Mariners update for the day. Today we we the Manners play um the New York Yankees at the Bronx New York new Yankees Stadium. New New York Yankees Stadium. Three thirty five PM. So that game does not start for quite a while. And that is going to be a, a matchup of the the elder, the elder elderly men, <laughs> the elders, matchup of the elders. Uh, Felix versus CeCe. Felix Hernandez pitching for the Mariners and CeCe Sabathia for the old pinstripers. But um, yeah, just listen to CC He was a guest host on Jalen and Jacoby. So, he's, he's in the media as well as on the field. He, CC does it all. Um, I think he's lost a ton of weight, too. I wonder if he's like a Jenny Craig spokesperson or something, or maybe using one of the apps. or How'd you lose the weight, CC?
0: Hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's do the NBA update here. So, yesterday we
1: forgot last night. We forgot to do the NBA update. So I forgot to mention that the Raptors took down the Philly, the Philly Sixers on the road to not the series at two games apiece. Then the Nuggets took down the Blazers on the road to not the series at two games apiece. And both of those go against my picks. When I when I repixed the playoffs, I picked the Sixers and Blazers to win those series, so... We'll see what happens there, but if you're listening a couple years from now, then you can still enjoy this. I like listening to, like, hearing old podcasts and then hearing them talk about sports and, like, who did well for what team. Like, Kawhi. Kawhi had, like, 39 points yesterday for Toronto, so he had a big game. Jokic, the Joker, had another huge game for Denver. I think he had a triple-double. Uh I think it's interesting, <clears throat> even like old podcasts, when you listen to a podcast that's like five years old or something, just to hear them talk about sports, hear like who's good at the time, the good players, all that stuff. It's kind of a peek into the past um but let's see Monday today, tonight, games at four and six thirty. The first game is the Bucks at the Celtics. And that's Game Four, then Game Four of the Warriors-Rockets series in Houston. So I'll look forward to not watching that one, <laughs> either of those games, because we don't have cable here in the apartment. But um, I'll probably watch, maybe I'll watch the highlights there. It's all right. Or I could, I could always go to the Cub if I want. Go ask, ask the people to turn the TV to TNT. Watch um inside the NBA afterwards. Hang out with the Cub for a few hours. I could do that. Okay, let's see. There's so much NBA playoffs it's every night though. Just every so many games. I love it. I love this. This time of year is a great. It's a great time of sports year for me because I like baseball. You got the NFL draft even. That's some NFL talk. Then you got the NBA playoffs, baby.
0: Playoffs. Playoffs
1: alrighty let's get let's do something crazy let's get into The Rock's IMDB page since it's part 5 and we've only read his very first credit which was Flex Kavana was his character name for two episodes back in 1996 in the USWA Championship Wrestling I wonder if that's United States Washington maybe it's Washington State um, the second credit, here we go Let's get started Let's get down to business Down to business, let's get into it Actually before we get into The Rock's credits Before we launch into those I'll just read a very brief Recipe here from Cooking the Fast Way uh, The Maywood Recipe Book So here we go, this one's from Christina Kilmenko And it's pineapple salad Pineapples, one of my favorite fruits, that's for sure. So your ingredients, one can of chopped pineapple, drained, two tablespoons of mozzarella cheese, pinch of garlic, and one tablespoon of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mix and enjoy. That's all the directions there. Very good, very good. That's a little short little recipe for you. A little ditty there. Um, Let's get into some of the Rock's credits here. Alright, here we go. Second credit. This is on his IMDb filmography. And he has 104 things on his filmography that he's acted in. So, that's one of the most out of all the different people we've done. All the actors and actresses. It's all, I think there's only been a few with over 100. So, here we go. Uh, TV show from 1997. He plays... The Rock in WWE bite this exclamation point, and bite is spelled with a Y. And I wonder if that's the first time that his character The Rock was introduced to the to the masses. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, TV show 1997, he plays Rocky Maya Maya Via. M A I V I A Mayavia WWF Friday Night's Main Event one episode that's back when it was a WWF before uh, the world was it the wildlife world wildlife federation or something like that I think I think they they took over the the acronym but That's weird it was WWE and in the bite this which was listed before WWF so yeah then then all these other huh I wonder if they were WWE for a little bit then they switched to WWF then they switched back to WWE cuz that's interesting all right so (laughs) I I wonder I hope you think that's interesting I mean, I'm not even really a wrestling fan. So, I used to be. I've talked about it a little bit. Stinky Pete. I think that was the name of the move. This one, this this giant black dude. He was he was like 400 pounds, and he would like get his opponent in the corner and um, rub his butt in their face, for ferociously. So that's pretty funny. And I think that move is called the Stinky Pete That was like my favorite That was me and my brother My older brother Nick Uh, That was our favorite move I mean we didn't (laughs) He never practiced practiced it on me But (laughs) I mean the most Wrestling we ever did was I remember him shoving me Into the couch Like those fold out couches You know like they fold out into a bed yeah, I definitely got shoved into one of those. When I was <laughs> probably like six or seven or something. Um.
0: All right, all right. Where were
1: we? Oh yeah, another one of my favorite wrestling things or people. I can't remember the name of the dude who did the Stinky Pete move, the big guy. But Rey Mysterio, he's still doing it. Rey Mysterio's still wrestling, I believe. He's a little. A little guy, he's like a five foot a five foot Mexican guy. And he always wears a mask. He wears like the, the Nacho Libre mask. You know from that Jack Black movie that we'll have to talk about. Ooh, I just got a text from Amazon that says they're hiring delivery drivers in Everett. Too bad I'm not Dude, I don't live over there anymore. It's not <laughs> my parents are leaving Bothell. I'm not gonna live with I'm going to L.A., baby. Oh, my God. I still can't believe it's sneaking up on me. Every day is one day closer to, to May 31st. Time for action. Time to move to move to California, May 31st, when my lease gets up. But I talk about that all the time. All right. Anywhozles, let's get back to The Rock.
0: The Rock. In a world.
1: All right, a TV special from nineteen ninety seven called Survivor Series. Uh, he plays Rocky Ma- Maia via the Nation of Domination. That's a cool nickname. Uh, TV series nineteen ninety seven to ninety eight, Rocky Maia slash The Rock for six episodes. WWF Shotgun Saturday Nights. That's kind of funny. That must have been. Rocky Maiavea must have been his uh, wrestling name, his pre- his previous wrestling title, his working title. Hmm. I'd never heard that one. Uh, video game, 1998, WWF, Warzone, Rocky Maiavea, voice of. Uh, video, 1998, WWF, Mayhem in Manchest- Manchester. Manchester He plays The Rock So maybe that's when he switched to The Rock But see how it switched back To WWF It was WWE back in 97 for WWE Bite this but then it switched over To
0: WWF What the heck What gives
1: Um, This next one's one of my favorite sitcoms But before we go Into that Let's talk about my DVD collection that I brought from home. So, like I mentioned, my parents are moving uh, from Bothell, from the west side, to Spokane. So, they had a bunch of, they had two giant boxes full of DVDs. And I picked probably a baker's dozen's worth. And um, yeah, I've been going through them past few episodes. So this D V D right here, it stars a bunch of people. John Favreau is the main star. Sophia Vergara from Gloria from Iron Family.
0: Yay. Yay. Yay, Bridget. What are you, what are you doing, yay?
1: <laughs> um John Leguizimo who plays uh the voice of the sloth in... Sid the Sloth in Ice Age
0: Hey guys 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 Where are you doing guys Guys It's cold out here it's so cold I need, a, I need a North Face
1: Yeah he talks I love the way he talks in that movie Uh Scarjo Scarlett Johansson <laughs> Oliver Platt Platt Bobby Cannavale Dustin Hoffman And Rob Robbie Downey Jr. And it gets four stars from Mick LaSalle from the San Francisco Chronicle. Irresistible and deliciously entertaining, according to Peter Travers from Rolling Stone. Flat out terrific from Gary Goldstein at Los Angeles Times. And uh, it's rated R with language, including some suggestive references. I don't even know what that means. Some suggestive references. That's pretty. That's pretty uh, <laughs> low key. I don't know. I don't know about that one. And then um, directed and written by John Favreau, who is in one of my favorite movies of all time, with Vince Vaughn. Swingers love Swingers. The Hangover before the Hangover. This movie is an hour and fifty-five minutes. And also a chef and co-producer. Oh, I'm looking at the bonus features right now. So you can get feature commentary with writer director John Favreau and chef slash co-producer Roy Choi. Who's he's been on uh Joe Rogan before. He's been on I think he's been on Doug Benson's Dining with Doug and Karen actually, their food podcast. That Doug does with Karen Anderson. But, um, yeah, Roy Troy, he has a restaurant in, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like a famous restaurant in L.A., but speaking of famous restaurants in L.A., that's what this movie's about. It's about a gifted chef who suddenly quits his demanding job at a trendy L.A. restaurant and um, ventures out into the food truck business. Oh, my gosh, food trucks, that just reminds me of going to Portland, Going down there to watch, watch the Trailblazers play with my dad, or my whole family, or going to the PK eighty tournament. It was it the Phil Night That was a Phil Knight tournament a couple years back. That was a really good college basketball one. Gonzaga played, and that Duke was there. There's some big teams, some good national teams. But and then just memories from visiting my friends in Portland uh like Steven know, oh, Steven Robbie uh both Brian's Brian and Brian um yeah so Portland peeps um yeah food trucks those food truck they have like whole courts just like abandoned parking lots full of food trucks in Portland i think portland might be the best town or city i guess you you call portland a city not a town uh, but for food trucks, like, out of everywhere in the whole, in the whole, I am going to say the whole world, Portland's really, they have good food trucks. They're really good. That's just their specialty. And especially, also breweries. Lots of, like, breweries and those, like, organic farm-to-table restaurants. Um, and food trucks. It's like the three specialties right there for Portland. But, man, I've been to Portland so many times because... It's only three hours from, from where I grew up in Bothell, in the Seattle area, so, I've probably been to Portland or driven through it, like going somewhere else, just at least like twenty times I would say, but um, so lots of Portland memories here. <laughs> but this is a food truck movie. It's a food truck movie. There should be more. This is a prediction. Here's a prediction for you. I think there's gonna be at least three popular. Super popular food truck shows in the next five years on TV and on Netflix, too. Netflix counts and Hulu and all that. All the streaming services count. Every medium or med- is it median or Medi- <laughs> median is the middle number in a math and a number collection. But any medium of audio or not audio, but any medium of, you know, what I'm trying to say. Of video TV, um, I think there's gonna be yeah at least three huge food truck shows, like I think food trucks are gonna be ginormously <laughs> that's a word I haven't said in quite a while hugely popular. And I like food trucks. I like the mobility of them. There was a food truck at um, what's this brewery called Paradise Creek, the Trailside Tap Room that I've talked about. Many times, right next to the apartment here, probably only a couple football fields away from where I'm sitting right now. But I can't remember the name of the food truck because I didn't, I didn't get any food there. But there was one when I was there with my roommates, Noah and Christopher, on Friday with that whole <laughs> old roommate fiasco. Uh, Listen to the Saturday episode to hear about that one. But um. Yeah, this movie? All right, let let's let me say what the movie I'm talking about is. I'll finally reveal it. Excuse me, I'm burping up. I just went to McDonald's. I got back from McDonald's not that long ago. Um, and I had two cheeseburgers. I already ate two of the cheeseburgers. I put on some coleslaw. Don't worry. I put on coleslaw to make it healthy, uh, healthy of course. And uh, a pinch of coleslaw and some chalula hot sauce so i like to dress them up i i always if i'm not eating on the road if i'm bringing it home if i get fast food i like to put something fancy on it like maybe some hot sauce or some lettuce or something something to spice it up but um and i also got four mcchickens which i haven't even touched yet or not wait not mcchickens four wait what did i get did i get the sausage biscuits I got the sausage biscuits I got the ones that are on the uh, dollar menu because McDonald's has reduced their dollar menu so much
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of the, the higher ups at McDonald's right now and you're listening to this get, that's, consider this a, a formal complaint <laughs> um, expand your dollar menu again what happened to that? used to have like cheeseburgers and mcchickens and um sausage biscuits have always been on there but there used to be a few more burgers uh, like nuggets used to be on there i think french fries used to be on there but i think now the only thing on the dollar menu is the uh sausage biscuits but i do enjoy those so i don't mind getting those but i like the mcchickens too i also like the cheeseburgers. But I also really I'd say this is kind of a cliche, but get ready for it. <laughs> McDonald's fries are my favorite fries of all time. I love McDonald's fries. They have like the perfect they usually get the perfect ratio of saltiness to to savoriness. It's just I just did the the Italian kiss you know the Italian chef move when they do the kiss thing with their fingers yeah I just did that <laughs> that might be the first time anyone's ever done that for McDonald's but I I like honestly I kind of think McDonald's gets a bad rap I mean <laughs> I know it's it's not healthy for you I'm not saying you should eat it like every day or or even every week but I think it's, it's probably okay if you eat it like once every couple weeks or something I don't think it's that bad for you, especially if you exercise, like, and eat healthy, pretty healthy otherwise, I think, I think it's fine, even once a week, I think once a week, eating like McDonald's, or honestly, <laughs> Taco Bell seems like more, it, it makes me feel sicker after I eat it, like, it makes my stomach just churn, so, McDonald's for me is like a little more solid, a little more palatable, than I still do like Taco Bell, of course. I think, depending on the day, I would probably say Taco Bell is my second favorite fast food behind McDonald's. And then Wendy's would be third. But, I don't know. Yeah, I would go with that. Just because I like the variety. Wendy's is too similar to McDonald's. But Taco Bell offers you a whole different landscape of food. <laughs> but, I, I don't know. With Taco Bell, I like the uh, the... What they call the crispy soft potato tacos. I think one thing about Taco Bell is they definitely do have a better value menu. Like I was just talking about how McDonald's doesn't have a good dollar menu. I think Taco Bell has a few more items on there, but they have some good burritos too. I think one of their burritos has Fritos in it. Like burrito, Frito, Frito, Burrito, Burra, Frito, Burra, Frito. (laughs) <laughs> that's what they should call it they should call it the burro frito um but yeah that's a good one anytime you put chips like some kind of like popular chip like doritos or fritos or ruffles or sun chips or anything if you put that in a fast food item it's usually gonna be pretty solid in my book but <laughs> all right that's enough fast food talk for let's this has turned into a straight up food podcast with all this let's just talk about what this movie is and the movie is I hope you have your guesses in I've made it pretty obvious um, it's the only food truck movie in LA starring John Favreau and all these other people and it's called Chef Chef so um, when did this movie come out? 2014? okay I, I remember watching this with my mom for the first time. I think we saw it on Netflix. Maybe. Or maybe we just... I think we watched it on Netflix. Then she bought this Blu-ray DVD. It's Blu-ray plus DVD plus digital HD. But... Yeah. It's, I love this movie, honestly. This is one of my favorites. I mean, I've, I've been saying that about all these movies. But it's because these are the ones I chose to bring with me. So... They're obviously my favorites out of of all the other ones. Um, One of the big ones I did leave that I did not bring is Talladega Nights. Because I figured that... I remember my dad loves that movie. So I'm like, I'll just let my dad have that one. (laughs) Because I took dodgeball. And my dad likes dodgeball too. So I'm like, I'll take dodgeball and then I'll let my dad have Talladega Nights. (laughs) Compromise there. Even though he would have, he would have let me take both, of course, but because I asked him, I was like, "Is it okay if I take Dodgeball?" <laughs> just want to make sure, just because that's such a legendary movie, and that's definitely the movie I've seen the most, and that's probably the movie that I've watched with my dad the most too. But I've probably seen, I've probably seen Dodgeball like fifty times. But um, all right, any Hustles? We're talking about Chef. Chef is a great movie. Uh, oh, okay, here we go. So th- this is more the plot. Finding himself in Miami, uh, himself is Jean Favreau. He decides to team up with his successful ex-wife, Sofia Vergara, best friend, John Leguizimo, and son, um, MJ Anthony. This the name of the actor. To launch a no-frills food truck business. Taking to the road, Carl reignites his passion for the kitchen and along the way discovers a renewed zest for life and love. And um, it says this digital HD with ultraviolet watch it anywhere also includes watch it on iTunes. But I have no idea what ultraviolet watch it anywhere means. Oh, I think it means all right, here's a little picture so you can watch it on your TV. Here's a little chart. It's like a flow chart. So it's a picture of a TV with John Favreau driving. And then a picture of a computer, a laptop with John Favreau driving, a tablet with John Favreau driving, and then a smartphone, which looks tiny, uh, with John Favreau driving. I think they should have made this smartphone a little bigger, but I guess this was back in like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen when they released the D V D. But smartphones are huge now. Like, the newest iPhone is ginormous, but, um, I said ginormous again. Alright, that's Chef. And, as for the Rotten Tomatoes score, I don't think it's gonna reach the, the 95% high mark, high water mark that Fever Pitch and Ferris Bueller's Day Off set, but I'll throw it a I'll throw it a 90. Chef is a 90. For me, because I like how like unique of a movie it is, it has a good cast, a really good cast, and um yeah, I like food like i 'm not a foodie necessarily, but i like I like to eat, and i like to I like to watch people make food it's always interesting, I like Gordon Ramsay. I mean <laughs> he doesn't really make it he's he's more just like the Simon Cowell just style of yelling at people and degrading them kind of and not really putting them down but not really being mean to them but I don't know I don't know what his angle is really what's what is who's meaner that'd be a fun twitter poll Ooh, I should do a twitter poll or someone should throw up a twitter poll who is a meaner tv reality tv personality Or like, crueler crueler or something. Just meaner. I like meaner. Simon Cowell or Gordon Ramsay. I like that. I think it's been too long since I've watched Simon Cowell, though. Since I haven't seen any of his new show. Was it X Factor? I've never watched a minute or second of that show. But I used to watch American Idol back in the day, of course. So I know that Simon can be really mean. But I loved American Idol. Like, my favorite American Idol is when it was all about the auditions. When <laughs> It's just all about making fun of people in the auditions. And that's when Simon really, he really shined. He, like, he that was awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. And I remember this. There's some funny. Maybe if you search. If you YouTube, like, Simon Cowell, like cartoon or something you might find like a funny because i can't remember what it's called but i watched this hilarious cartoon simon cowell like american idol video like make like him just like oh what i can't remember what it was but you might be able to find it if you search it i'm not gonna search (laughs) i'm too lazy to search it um but anyway speaking of food like we're just talking about gordon ramsay let's talk about the uh episode image so if you have have the ability to view the episode image you can see that it's four pictures from my Midwest baseball trip so back in 2007 that I did with cousin Matt and grandma Doreen and I have a photo album of it so these four pictures are from uh, Chicago Chicago Uh, Navy Pier excuse me which is like a really well-known tourist attraction. Kind of... It's right on the beach. around right the beach of Lake Michigan. I'm trying to think of what part of town it is. I think it's kind of near uh, Soldier Field, actually. It's definitely north of Soldier Field. But I think it's kind of like in the center. Like near downtown. North of Soldier Field. Which is where the Da Bears... Da Bears play. And, um... Yeah, Navy Pier is a really cool place. They have, like, tons of shops and all, like, I think they have, like, a carnival there, like a Ferris wheel and all that, and uh mini-golf, as you can see in the bottom right picture and the top right picture. I'm playing mini-golf with my cousin Matt, and the bottom right picture is kind of funny because I, I seem so mean. Like, maybe I should be in that Twitter poll <laughs> with... Uh, Simon Cowell and Gordon Ramsey and then Chris Arneson because <laughs> look at me I'm just laughing at my cousin as he I mean you have to admit though he did miss unless he's trying he could be trying to bank this shot in maybe he's trying to bank it in but if he's not he, if he's not he, he definitely missed it missed it horribly by, by a couple feet but um because it looks like he might not have had the angle he could have been blocked by, by a ju- a jutting out stone. But uh, this is interesting, just to, to listen to someone describe a mini golf course. This is this is good pod right here, good pod. Um, <laughs> but also, if you'll notice in the background, there's a tiny M. There's there's a McDonald's arch. I swear, you this is a McDonald's arch. You can see, just directly, kind of in between. Me and my cousin, closer to my cousin, and above his head, you can see a McDonald's arch in the background, and maybe I'm crazy, but (laughs) maybe it's not a McDonald's arch, but I swear it kind of looks like it, it kind of does look like it is, but now that I'm looking at it really closely, and it doesn't appear to be yellow or red, but um, I don't know, let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at Chris the Author Eight or Instagram at Chris Arneson Eight. Do you think that that is a picture of a McDonald's arch in the background there, the bottom right photo of this episode image? But I think maybe now I'm going crazy, and now I'm like debating to myself. I'm like, is this a McDonald's arch or isn't it? Because the the contrast of its size, it, like contrasting to our size, is kind of confusing. Cause it looks so tiny, but it could just be really far away too. So, <laughs> anywho, the top right picture. I'm talking on the phone. I'm ca- kind of look like I'm just ignoring my cousin. I'm just taking the phone call. Probably talking to my parents. Leaning on my golf club. Um, my cousin's smiling at the at the camera. And um, there's a few elderly people in the background they look they look like they're from i'm trying to guess where they're from probably like iowa these this couple and the they're both wearing the same shade of blue it's like robin egg blue kind of baby blue light blue um yeah they look like they're from iowa <laughs> the lady has like a oh it's like suzy orman she has, like, the Susie Orman haircut. <laughs> They're both wearing sunglasses. And like, I'm just describing the, the the dad. Or, not the dad. He's definitely the grandpa. The grandpa looks like he's wearing, uh, like, New Balance. Or, like, you know those, like, white, like, orthopedic shoes. Like, he's definitely wearing some comfy comfy walking shoes. But... Anyway, and then the lady's wearing some nice sandals, and she has her toes painted. And um, I like I like that couple back there. And then there's another another guy right behind me with his hand raised, and he looks like he's hailing a cab. Which would it actually makes sense at this time, back in 2007, because, believe it or not, this was a time before we had Uber. <laughs> Uber and Lyft and all that—it's actually pretty recent, I think. When did Uber and Lyft become a really popular thing? I think that was just in the past few years, probably like twenty fifteen or something. If I had to guess, when Uber really blew up. But um, all right, so yeah, that's that picture. That's a cool one. Oh yeah, as you can, you can see in the background, it looks like there's a, there's some sort of, of a carnival ride. Um, In the background of that top right picture Like one of those rides where you just go around in a circle like kind of like teacups or something or the zipper oh my god, it's not like the zipper, but Do you guys remember the zipper? Oh my god the one that you sit in the car and then? You it seems like you're going around like 70 miles around in a circle not only that but Your elevation changes like you go like up and down You go like 70 like 80 miles an hour 88 miles an hour and then you go back 30 miles into the future (laughs) Then you go and you go 30 miles in the past and then have sex with your mom (laughs) and (laughs) No, um uh, What was I saying? I was talking about the zipper. Oh My god, and then it goes backwards it goes backwards. It's crazy. I can't believe that ride. I think it's called... No! Maybe it's not called the zipper. because The zipper is the one that goes into the air. I'm thinking of the one that goes just around in a circle. It's kind of like you're sitting in cars. They're kind of like bumper cars. if They're all just lined up just back to back. Just all lined up in a circle. Um, I can't remember what it's it's called. But it's, it's been been a while since i've been to any sort of like amusement park or theme park or carnival but i not i'd like to ride ride some roller coasters i don't know sometimes i get kind of i don't know about scared but <laughs> they can be thrilling i like roller coasters though roller coasters always good um i would say the rides i would get most scared on would be like the zipper one the one i've not the one that i was just talking about but the one that you're in a cage and it's kind of like a ferris wheel if you're in a cage that just spins around so while you're going in the ferris wheel motion around in a giant circle you're in a cage that's spinning around and uh that one's pretty freaky i also think the the zero gravity thing that just spins around super fast and you can just like lay with your whole body like upside down on the wall, and, and then people like but then you have the problem where like someone throws up and then it gets on someone else's face or something or or someone like spits and then gets on someone's face, but that's always that's always a something you're you're scared of <laughs> something in the back of your mind when you're in one of those zero gravity things, but those seem kind of. I don't know about dangerous, but just kind of, like, unhealthy. Or, like, it seems like it'd be bad for your body, almost. But, I don't know. I can't believe that those zero-gravity, like, spinning around in a circle things. Like, those things are, like, nuts. Like, they seem so unsafe to me. Like, it seems like that whole thing could just spin off, like, whatever... (laughs) like, this isn't, like, scientifically accurate or anything, but it seems like the whole machine could spin off its, like, the stilt, like, the stilts that it's sitting on, and then it could just start spinning, like, like, down the street, you know, like, the whole machine would just start going, but, like, kind of like, kind of like that Simpsons episode where, where, um, that giant, this will be the Simpsons episode for, for the, for the episode, but, um, Cause like you guys know, it's a regular segment that each episode of *Stars Born* I talk about a different Simpsons episode, my favorite show from back in the day. But right now I'm th- I'm thinking of the one. Came to think of what episode it is, or what the whole thing's about. I think it's the one where Lisa is like the tree hugger, and she's protesting, and she has like a. I think she has a boyfriend who's like a. He's like the same kind of like environmentalist guy who got her into the whole thing. I believe that that's what this episode's about, but it might not be. And then there's a giant log (laughs) like it's I I can't I think it might be that environmentalist episode. Because, yes, because they finally cut down the tree that they're protecting that Lisa and her boyfriend were were sitting in to protect to keep them from cutting down. And they, I think they finally cut it down. And they, it goes down a giant hill. And then it's like this giant, huge tree just rolling down a hill. And just taking out everything in its path. And then it just keeps rolling through the whole town. Through the whole town of Springfield. And it somehow just keeps going like, like uphill. <laughs> like it just goes uphill somehow. It like defies gravity. But... That's what I picture when I picture the, the zero gravity spinning machine going off as stilts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if stilts is the correct terminology for that, but I picture it being like the giant log, the giant uh, Lincoln log thing in the, the Simpsons episode with uh, Lisa and the environment environmentalist. But um, I'm parched right now. I get some water from my Mercury, Mercury 20 years. Um, I don't think there's any Mercury coffees on the east side of Washington pretty sure that's specifically a western Washington thing but there's a lot of them in like the Woodinville Bothell area um, got that one from when I was staying with Sean after my birthday <laughs> um, got that one at the Mercury coffee at Hagen in the Hagen grocery store that used to be a Top Foods Across the street from AMC Woodenville, Oh my gosh I just tricked myself into talking about The AMC triple feature It's time for the AMC triple feature, baby And we forgot to do it yesterday So, I let you off the hook Last night's episode with the AMC triple feature So you might as well I think I didn't I'm pretty sure I didn't do that one so might as well jump into it right now. Um, right meow. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> is that from uh, what's that movie? Super Troopers. I'm pretty sure. Right meow. We got we got to talk about this. Right meow. I think that's from Super Troopers. I love that. They used to be a big thing back in the day. I used to joke around with my buddies back in like high school. I used to always say right meow. You talking right meow? Uh, that's funny. Uh, anyway, the AMC Triple Feature. So it's June 2009. Speaking of high school, sophomore year had just been completed by me and my best buddy back in the day. Growing up, this is like my best friend from like birth basically. Because our fam our families were good family friends. I think our parents... Like, I'm pretty sure our parents met, like, our moms met at some, like, toddler, you know, like, those toddler groups. I think that's where our moms met. But I'm talking the Ungerechts. I'm talking the Ungerecht family, and specifically Steven Ungereck. Uh Steven was twins with Chris. Um, I mean, I guess it was kind of, was kind of a package deal. But <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest, I was more best friends with Steven than Chris no no offense Chris I'm not trying to maybe it's because we both were named Chris I think we had I honestly think we had kind of a a natural rivalry going Um, (laughs) that's my because also you can't be best friends with both twins like if you're friends with twins I think you gotta be like I don't know if I'm friends with the Sklar brothers I'm probably gonna (laughs) <laughs> like if, if I go to Los Angeles and I become <laughs> good friends with the Scholar Brothers, I think I'm going to end up picking like I don't know if I'm going to tell them. Like I don't want to hurt either like one of their feelings, but I mean, I think it's just a subconscious thing. Like it's, it's like hu- a human thing. Like you don't even really mean to do it necessarily. But people just like picking favorites. It's just you just levitate <laughs> levitate is that the word? You kind of gravitate towards one person or one thing more towards more than another, just' because you can't go exactly fifty fifty like it's impossible. It's really like how can you split anything like exactly down the middle like you're gonna you're gonna move towards more more towards one area, but that's just how I look at it. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, Chris was a good friend growing up too, of course, and Tim. Tim, the older brother, and then Megan, the younger sister. But um, that's kind of funny, because Megan, Megan was a year older than my younger sister, and Tim was a year younger than my older brother. So and then Chris and Steven were my grade. So all four, their, their four kids were sandwiched between our three, between me and my, my two siblings, age-wise. So that's kind of interesting. But... Um, <laughs> And also a funny memory that I've definitely mentioned this on the pod before, but you like that lingo right there on the pod, <laughs> on the podcast. Um, we used to do this. We didn't. We didn't force this on each other. This wasn't bullying at the time. This was something that we voluntarily did. <laughs> me and like me and Chris and Steven, we were probably if I had to guess maybe like. I don't know six or seven years old at the time and we had these like cubbies where we would store blankets this was at the ungrex old house over in north shore close to north shore junior high where i had my my legendary four technical nyba basketball game where i broke the record for technical fouls in a basketball game there but uh listen to I listened to past episodes to hear about that one, but um, yeah, we used to stuff ourselves in these tiny cubbies and then and then we'd we'd have someone else like stuff blankets on top of us, so I mean we we'd each get our own cubby, obviously, so like there'd probably be two people per cubby, but I can't remember how we would get out, like if it was a thing where we had to get help from someone. To, like, have someone remove the blankets to to free us, release us. But, um... Or if we could just bust out of it, you know? Like, like someone just breaking through, like, a football team running through, like, a banner. You know how, like, at, like a homecoming game, like, a football team will, like, run through a banner? Um, maybe that's how it was. <laughs> or how, like, someone, like, the tearaway pants kind of just, like, break through it like that. Like, I'm thinking, like, NBA old school tearaway pants I wonder if those are still a thing I think there's like they they still use tearaway pants for warm ups but the one thing the NBA should bring back is throwback what's it called not throwback the those starter jackets that's what they're called the starter jackets I love the NBA starter jackets especially the uh, 1990s Charlotte Hornets it's like teal and black it's it as oh my gosh, that's the sickest one. The sickest one. <laughs> I like the Spurs. The old Spurs one. Were they also not the traditional Spurs colors that you're thinking? You're thinking like black and silver for the Spurs. This is like Didn't the Spurs used to have um teal? I think they used to have like teal and red in their colors. Or some like wacky colors like that. But as you can tell, teal is one of my favorite colors, <laughs> and especially for NBA teams, it's a it's a cool NBA color. There should be more teal teams, I think that for sure. But one thing I do like is how the Charlotte they went from being the the Charlotte Hornets, and then they had a whole thing in New Orleans where I think they were like playing in New Orleans for a while. Actually, actually that was well, um, no. It was during... They were in New Orleans. They were the New Orleans Hornets. Yeah, of course. The New Orleans Hornets. That's back where Chris Paul used to play. Before he became, like, uh, Cliff Paul. For the State Farm. For his... Speaking of twins. Um, But, yes. The Charlotte Hornets. Then they were the New Orleans Hornets. And then Hurricane Katrina happened. And they played in... OKC, They played Oklahoma City for a little bit. Which is, I think that's one of the main reasons why Oklahoma City was like a viable target as a destination for the Sonics. Which, don't even get me started on, don't get me started on talking about the Sonics. (laughs) You guys have heard me talk about them plenty enough. enough. Um, My favorite, definitely like my favorite sports franchise of all time. Because the NBA is my favorite league. And the Sonics were our team in Seattle, but that was a while ago. That was back in two thousand eight that they left. So, gotta move on, get over it. <laughs> so I just don't like when people talk about the NHL replacing like the Sonics kind of, cause the cause uh, Seattle's getting an NHL team here. Here in a, I think like next year they're getting the NHL team, but. It's different. That's like a different sport. It doesn't replace the Sonics at all. But I think they are playing in Key Arena, though. So I think that might be the connection. But anywho... Yes, the Hornets... So they were... No, they were the Charlotte Bobcats. So wait, I'm confused. The Charlotte Bobcats didn't have anything to do with the Hornets. They had nothing to do with New Orleans or OKC. So the Charlotte Bobcats were their own thing. And then when the New Orleans Hornets... They left. they they moved. I think they moved to Charlotte. I <laughs> see, I'm confusing myself. That's why sometimes I'm like, I need a producer here to Google. I need my own personal Jamie here to look up these things, but um yeah, I like the thing I wanted to say though, <laughs> in the end, after this whole Charlotte NBA conversation, what I wanted to say was, I like how the Bobcats switched back to being the Charlotte Hornets. That's so cool, because I think they used to be the Hornets, so it definitely was the New Orleans Hornets, but I think for a couple years, they may have actually been the Charlotte Hornets as well. Then they switched to the, <laughs> this is so funny, then they switched to Charlotte Bobcats, and then they switched back to the Charlotte Hornets, and I just wanted to say that I applaud, that's like the one thing I do applaud the NBA about, is making them the Charlotte hornets once again because they're teal that's the main point that's my main point is i love teal i love the nba i love teal on nba uniforms and i like it that's the charlotte hornets might have my favorite uniform in the whole in the whole nba if we're gonna be honest but um yeah so so that's that's the ungrex we're talking amc triple feature let's get back to it I'm with Steven Ungrecht, not Chris, just Steven Ungrecht. And it's June 2009, uh, a mere six, was it six and a half years before I would go on to work there? Um, I worked there, what, February 2016 to August 2016 at AMC Woodinville. That was like maybe my favorite job. I loved working at the movie theater because my favorite part about that job was. Getting to stay, like after my shifts, I would get over, get done at like ten fifteen or something, and then just stay to watch a movie. Like a late night movie being shown at like ten twenty or ten thirty. We gotta watch movies for free. So I love doing that. That was that was fun. because like, I I love movies. Like you guys know from the podcast, you maybe you love movies too, but um after all, this is a this is a movie podcast in the end. Movie and storytelling, but, ah, <laughs> working at AMC, that was fun, and eating, they had pretty good food, my favorite food was pretzel bites, they had delicious pretzel bites, and, um, yeah, AMC, I probably saw, like, 20 movies in that six month time period, I probably went to, like, over 20 movies for free there, but that was awesome. And um, it's weird that I started with Deadpool when I was starting Deadpool was going and then when I ended Suicide Squad was going and I saw both of them in theaters for free (laughs) so so That was kind of like a weird superhero bookend if you will But let's talk about 2009 June AMC It's me and Steven Ungrecht and we just got out of school for the summer. It's Have a Summer. That just reminds me of uh, Howard Kramer, who's Howard Kramer's a great I've never listened to his podcast. I can't remember I can't remember what it's called, but he's a great podcast guest, Howard Kramer. And I think he's also I'm pretty sure he's also a rapper. And he has I think he has an album called Have a Summer. <laughs> and he spells Summer S U. M-M-A-H. Have a Sama. So, I like that. He's super funny too. Actually, now I can remember. I'm pretty sure he's either on... Okay, no, he's on the podcast Who Charted. It's one of those uh, Earwolf podcasts. I think he's on Who Charted. But I was going to say, for some reason, I thought he might be on... uh, I'm thinking Paul Shears podcast. How did this get made? But for some reason, I was thinking he might be on that one. But no, that's... Jason Manzukis is on that one. Jason Manzukis is hilarious. He's such a funny... I think he's one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. If I'm going to be completely honest here, which I have to be, because that's rule number one of A Stars Born podcast, is you got to be honest. Rule number two is... Do not speak of the rules. And rule number three is always watch fight club. Always watch Fight Club. Which next episode is gonna be it's gonna be the Fight Club episode. But um I mean, I'm confusing myself. I have so many different like threads open in my open in my brain <laughs> open in my brain right now that I'm like, wait a second, what was I just talking? Mate Jason Manzucas, of course. Of course I'm talking Jason Manzucas but he's great when i really was first introduced to him is the league it's the the league is the fancy football show on fx the sitcom not it's not a fancy football like espn show it's it's not actual fancy football although there are a ton of nfl players and coaches and all that stuff who like analysts and announcers and a bunch of NFL people who guest star on the league. It's a funny show on FX. Oh, I can't remember. Still don't know the slogan to FX. But I'm going to go with fearless. I'm just going to say it's fearless. But I think it should be FX. This is movies. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down. I think that's a good one. I'm going to write it down right next to Jimmy Cordron. FX. This is movies. Wrote it down right next to... Put a box around it... Just to emphasize the importance of... This statement. Right next to... Moms versus Squirrel Suits... In Jimmy Cordron. A couple of things I talked about last episode. Um, It's not... Oh, this is a good quote. This is... I love this quote from Dan Carlin. If you guys remember last episode... I was talking about listening to the Dan Carlin episode of Joe Rogan. But um, but um, but um, I finished it today. I finished that episode. And he has this quote. This I love this quote. It's so inspiring for me to just keep making podcasts and just keep churning out creativity. And I really like this quote. It's about podcasting, and it says it's not how many people are listening. It's who they are. So, like, that's so interesting, I think. Think about that one. Let that... I'm going to let you sit with that one for a second. Well, I get a sip of water. But it's not how many people are listening. It's who they are. I love that. So, it's like, maybe if there's only... There could be only, like, a thousand people listening. But what if, like, a hundred of people, a hundred of those people, like, working. Hollywood or something you know like 50 of those people can help you get a job or like you know it's it's all about like the next step and like who I don't I don't like the idea of like meeting people just to use them to use them to get to your goals you know because I want to value people like for who they are like I don't want to I don't like those kinds of relationships where people just kind of just use each other but I guess that is like that's a real thing. That's like a real adult kind of relationship. Like, I mean, you of course you have like friends with benefits. If, you're, if you want to get like dirty with it, <laughs> if you want to get your, your mind in the gutter, but that's not, really, that's not really what I was thinking. I was more thinking like what if you could have like one friend like me. Like I'm a podcaster, writer. Like those are a couple of my skills I bring to the table. And then I, I could meet another friend who is like they're like a technical whiz or like you know like someone who's like a genius with like video editing and like making like YouTube videos and all that like IT stuff that I'm really not good at (laughs) all that technology stuff and then we could like meet a third friend that's like super good at like marketing and networking and like making business cards and you know, going to these types of convention centers, and, you know, those types of uh, networking symposiums, I guess is what they're called, but knowing, like, how to talk to people, who to meet, not really who to meet, but who to keep a relationship with, like, who to extend the energy that you want to keep talking to them, because they're going to help us out in the end, like, I'm I'm like thinking of like a whole business. <laughs> That's like a whole creative business forming in my mind right now. Cause I just thought like the three different main parts right there. Like you got, I'm like, I have. I mean, other people could have creative, like writing and, like I, I would love to. I want a podcast. Of course, I want a podcast with other people. That's like one of my main goals when I get to California. When I get to L.A. Is I want to do podcasts with other people. Like, cause I don't get me wrong though, I love doing it by myself. Like, I like doing this. Like, I'll do this regardless or irregardless or whichever one. But it kind of like I noticed by doing it with Sean, just doing it with Sean that one day, that it just it takes the whole podcast game to like a whole another level, and it makes it like, really fun. And you don't have to talk the whole time. That's like that's a huge thing, cause it's just. Like I'm not complaining, obviously, because it'd be such a silly thing to complain about, because, like, I'm the one who's doing it. I'm the I'm the one who loves doing it, so, of course, like, I don't have to do it. No one's forcing me, no one forces me to podcast, and I'm not going to do it if unless I love doing it, which, obviously, I do, it's because I keep doing it. <laughs> but, um, just, like, I noticed during the Sean episode... Just being able to like relax for a couple minutes, (laughs) just let Sean like go off on a rant or something. Just let him talk about something. Just let him do his thing. Not that not that I'm not listening, but it just takes so much. It lets you conserve energy. Like I can I can see how people do like five hour podcasts like on the regular, but those those podcasts are always with guests. They're not they're not with just by themselves, just one person, just go, go for five hours. Even though I have done that, though, so <laughs> I'm not bragging. Of course, I'm not, I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just, <laughs> this just shows how crazy I am. But I'm saying, I'm saying when you do it with another person, five hours goes by like even quicker, just like a snap of the fingers. It just flies by. Cause, cause you're having like so much fun, and you're just like living in, you're just being like in the moment. And like you're bouncing ideas off one another and it just makes it I don't know, I just like it. This is fun. But I like doing it by myself too. I think I think my goal for when I go to LA, or one of them of course, um, for podcasting is I'd like to do a podcast with someone else, but I always wanna do a stars born and just keep this keep this solo podcast going. This I love the idea of just Always keeping A Star Born afloat. <laughs> but then like, I could always just go into... Like do another... Like do some other podcast with... Find someone who's interested... Who has similar interests to me. You know? Like movies or... You name it. You
0: know? I
1: definitely like movies more than music. That's for sure. I've discovered that about myself. I think my main interest... Just kind of general... Would probably be... Movies... Uh, like sports, kind of like pop culture is kind of interesting to me. And then, like those are some like interesting things. I I don't know all the stuff I talk about. You guys know. Um, <laughs> I like travel too. Like I definitely, one of the things I would like to do. Um, if I get, or once you know, if I get a podcast with someone going down there in LA, which I mean I'm sure it's like. I mean, I'm so excited just to figure out like how how that's all gonna go down down there. But um, I I like doing interactive podcasts. Those are my favorite kinds. Just like on-site destination podcasts, like going to like a baseball game, which <laughs> is like I don't regret uh, not recording a podcast. Me and Sean when we went to the Mariners game on the day after my birthday, I don't regret not doing one. But I think I was just that was the day after hangover of my whole, uh, birthday fiasco, which, yeah, which I talked about in the past few episodes, um, so I was still kind of, I was probably a little bummed out about that, <laughs> just didn't, I mean, it would have been fun, though, it's okay, though, we'll have opportunities in the future to, to podcast at crazy locations, and, but yeah, that's what I'm saying, like I was saying, I would just, I want to do, I just want to anywhere and everywhere, just, like, sporting sporting events, like, concerts, obviously not, not during the concert, of course, but you could do it, like, leading up to the concert, or you re- could record, like, if they take a break, like, you know, in between the, the curf, what do they call the curfew? No, not the curf, curtain call. Curtain call? <laughs> definitely the curtain call, right? When, how can I not remember what it's called when The band gets called back out by the fans. I think it's called The Curtain Call. But, um, The Curfew Call. Yeah, I'm just getting my, I'm spinning myself into a whole web right here. (laughs) A whole web of confusion. Alright. So yeah, anywho. Yeah, I definitely want to do the interactive podcast. Even like a road trip podcast. That would be a blast. Like, I definitely won't do it by myself. Just because I don't want to. I mean, even though I did do it back in September 2015 when I was driving back from California you guys can listen to the California road trip I mean you can hear me Recording as I'm driving, but um, I don't want. I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a safe thing to do <laughs> so i'm not gonna do that now really, but I did that back then <laughs> but um Yeah, that'd be fun like a road trip with friends Or whatever just do a little podcast then or camping. I think camping and hiking are great great opportunities for I just listened to Joe Rogan and Ari Shafir do a, a hiking podcast which is really cool but yeah I think those are always like more interesting more I don't know this spice things up for the listener but let's get back to the AMC triple feature <laughs> so we haven't even got to the first movie so the first movie we went to was year one that was Michael Cera and Jack Black Jack Black And we talked about it in the Paul Rudd episode Episode 4 Of A Star Is Born uh, Paul Rudd has a brief I think he's One of the side characters in that movie But it's pretty terrible Pretty awful movie Just god awful But um I've talked about how bad I think it is But not as bad as the third movie That we would go on to see but I've been talking about cavemen, cave people tech, what did I want to call it? Cave People Tech University. Because I can't remember what what even got us into that. I can't remember, but it was a few episodes ago. We were talking about the, uh, the AMC Triple Feature, of course. We were talking about year one. And I started talking about, like i wonder if there were colleges back in the cave people times so then i thought of cave people technical institute <laughs> i like the idea of a cave people tech and um their mascot is the square wheels but speaking of cave people their the the slogan for the university could be lowing class to riches there we go lowing class to riches um, so <laughs> okay. K people tech. Um, I can't I, seriously, year one was awful though. I don't really have anything else to say about it. I don't really, there's so many Paul Rudd movies and Jack Black movies and Michael Sarah movies that I could think of like a dozen off the top of my head that you should see. Actually, there's way more than a dozen. Just see every other movie other than year one, basically. <laughs> it's, like, it's just not good. And the weird part. Is I remember looking it up and seeing that Judd Apatow is one of like Judd Apatow like wrote it or something like he was like a producer on it and it makes no sense. It's like this movie was awful. How's I, I usually like the stuff that Judd Apatow's putting out, but whatever. <laughs> they can't all be home runs. Sometimes sometimes you hit a, a little ground ball back to the pitcher. But um after year one, me and Steven Steven and I so year one was P G thirteen, so we were able to buy our ticket to that movie. But the next movie we went to was rated R, R. And it was a legendary movie. Probably one of the funniest comedies of all time, I would say. I mean I think it's gonna go down like fifty years from now, I think people will be looking at this movie like we would look at the the Godfather, or something, or Smoking the Bandit, whatever. But, um, it's the Hangover. <laughs> it's the Hangover. This is a great movie. I remember seeing a commercial for it. The first glimpse of the Hangover I ever saw in my whole life was during the Super Bowl. That Super Bowl 2009. Who was this? I think that was the Steelers. That's when there that was the Steelers versus the Cardinals, right? Yeah, Steelers Cardinals. That's back when Kurt Warner was in the Super Bowl. Remember when Kurt Warner was in the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. I got a picture with Kurt Warner. I think it's, it's definitely on my Instagram. You guys can see it on my Instagram. It's definitely one of the past episode images as well. But I think it's also my Twitter my Twitter profile picture. <laughs> That's how proud of it. Dude, that might be the most famous person I've ever got a picture with. an NFL Hall of Famer. Kurt Warner. He's a that's a pretty famous person. He's a Hall of Famer. So so. So yeah, the Hangover. And yeah, Super Bowl saw the commercial for it. I just remember that image of Ed Helms. His face, like he had like a tooth missing and his hair was all messed up and his face is like pressed against the ground. And then there's a chicken or it's like a rooster. Just squawking, cacawing in the background, and I think Mike Tyson was no. They wouldn't have shown Mike Tyson, and maybe they did. I can't remember if they would have revealed that. Maybe they, maybe they just teased it in the commercial, just as a way to get people to come out. It's like who could have been whose mansion were they in? Whose tiger was that? But Mike Tyson was great in that movie too. That's a great underrated movie. The Hangover. Brody Stevens, you got it. He was in. Um, he was the one of the police officers. We talked about it, episode three of The Stars Born, and um, yeah, The Hangover. You can't go wrong watching The Hangover. Honestly, if I had to give this movie a Ron Tomato score, I would with my personal Ron Tomato score, not what I think it should be. I mean. I might have said, I probably said what I thought it was before. But right now I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous right now. So I'm going to say 95. <laughs> I'm going to say 95 for The Hangover. Just just right there. Boom. It's a great movie. I think they judge comedies too harshly too. So The Hangover. It's got that great song that Zach Galifianakis sings. We're the three best friends that anyone could have It's the three best friends that anyone could have And we'll never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> <laughs> And then I like it when they're like
0: We are getting
1: dug. We are getting dug. We are getting dog I think that's right before the three best friends song that's a, that's a great movie, though. I love The Hangover. Makes, that's a great commercial for Las Vegas. It's like a tourism commercial for Las Vegas. I mean, it does make it look kind of crazy, like you're going to party too hard, but that's what people want to do. That's, that's why they go there. So I think it kind of works as like a movie, kind of one of those, like, what do you call it? What do you call it when you have, like, tide? <laughs> like a, like a bottle of Tide just sitting in the background and like a sitcom, it's like immersive marketing. You know what I'm talking about that kind of immersive marketing. That's what Las Vegas did with The Hangover. They did immersive marketing for the for Las Vegas in the movie. <laughs> but I also just listened to Ken Jong talk about talk about it on uh, Corolla Classics, which plays. Old Adam Carolla clips of that show, because <laughs> I c- I couldn't get enough listening to to all of the Adam Carolla show and all all the Adam Doctor Drew episodes. I like Corolla classics so. It's Giovanni, super fan Giovanni, and uh, Chris Max Pata, <laughs> Chris Luxmana, <laughs> um, who I've actually met in person. That's the only person in the whole Corolla crew who I've met, is Chris Laxamana. His real last name is Laxamana, but Adam Corolla calls him Max Pata. Because back when I was back down there in my, my uh, short, short-lived trip to LA, back in September 2015, when I kind of attempted to move there, but my whole living situation fell through, I went to, I kind of visited Carolla's studio, which is <laughs> like probably something you shouldn't do, you're not supposed to do, I was supposed to just pop in unannounced, but I was 22 years old and feeling invincible and unstoppable and like, like they wanted to see me, you know, like they they probably want to see me. So yeah, I went over to what Glendale over to Corolla Studios and I just like walked right in. I remember just parking on the back street, like at Corolla, he talks about sometimes, how there's just, like, tons of, like, old mattresses and, like, chipped toilets and stuff with graffiti and, like, stuff like old wood and stuff that people dump on that back street right behind his studio. And that's the street that I parked on, I remember. And then I just walked in, walked right in the studio. And Chris Max Chris Maxapata was right there. He was sitting on the leather couch. Probably like this big leather couch, probably like fifty feet or so, maybe a quarter of a football field. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be seventy-five feet, I guess, from the entrance. And he was like, tool. He was kind of tooling around, you know, like with, like literally with a tool. Cause this is like a car shop too. Cause Ab Kroll is the car guy. So um yeah, Chris Maxpat was working with a tool, and then he just like stood up. And he's like he's like super nice like as nice as you could be for a random person just barging into your studio (laughs) and I gave him my resume and he was like yeah I'll put this I'll put this in the pile of of stuff for him to look at so that was like super nice I've always had a great impression of Chris Max since since that first impression so I guess first impressions are are true and another memory from that trip is seeing pete holmes i saw pete holmes at at the nerdist um not the nerdist what was it called nerd melt nerd melt the nerd melt showroom which is no more it's demolished now but they used to have that's where that kumail show what was that? Meltdown. Meltdown. The Kumail show on uh, Comedy Central. Kumail Nanjiani. Um Yeah, that's where they filmed that. So that's where Douglas movies, he would always do episodes there in that back room. They had like a little back showroom. I think it probably seated like, I don't know, I'm just guessing, like maybe a hundred people. And then there's a comic book store in the front. And Pete Holmes used to record his podcast, You Made It Weird. He used to record it upstairs. Right right upstairs from the comic book room. So that's when I saw Pete Holmes. I was there, that was right after, I think my first day of interning for JASH. I drove one of my fellow interns over there to to Nerd Melt. Like He had to go over there for some reason. So I went over and drove him over there and yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> it's just making me excited to go back down there. But um, yeah, I saw Pete Holmes, and he was just like looking at a bunch of comic books. And he, they, he, he just kind of, he didn't look gloom or anything, but he kind of just looked like super down to earth, like very chill, like super relaxed, very Zen, very Zen master. And I just remember him looking at comic books and then he slowly turned and Kind of kind of dramatically walked up the stairs. I mean he wasn't trying to be dramatic, but It seemed dramatic to me The way they, I don't know he just just cuz like those are like my idols like um Pete Holmes and not necessarily Chris Max Pata, but Adam Carolla So it's just weird seeing them in person just like hey there goes hey there's Pete Holmes what I listen to him all the time I didn't even say anything to him that time I didn't even say hi I just didn't want to bother him he he looked like he didn't need to be bothered at the moment so so I let him go but yeah he was going upstairs to to record his podcast so cuz he has mentioned before he's mentioned that I mean often that they used to Record upstairs at Nerd Melt, just cause they used to always talk about how hot it would be up there. That would be a common complaint for Pete and the guests. Actually, dining with Doug and Karen also used to be upstairs at Nerd Melt. That's another show that used to be up there. So, I think they actually I, did. They do Nerdist there. They might. That might have been like Nerdist headquarters, but I, I'm not totally sure, but the whole Chris Hardwick that may have been where they did Nerdist and all those shows because I'm not sure if Dining with Doug and Karen it, it might have used to be a Nerdist show podcast that may maybe but I cannot remember at the time that's it's okay okay we're all over the place because so let's finish up this AMC triple feature and then I'll finish up talking about these photos from the 2007 Midwest baseball trip. And then then we'll wrap this baby up. <laughs> we didn't get into as many of The Rock's credits as, as I wanted to, but that's okay. We'll do that next episode. So AMC Triple Feature, after the hangover, we uh, cartwheeled, uh, trampolined on over, jumped on one of those mini trampolines across the aisle because the theaters were literally... Located right across the aisle from one another. Well, the first one, where we saw Year One, was way down on the other side of the movie theater. Then the other two, The Hangover and Land of the Lost, were on the far side of the movie theater. Right across the aisle from one another. Uh, Year One was Theater Six, and then The Hangover was Theater Nine, and Land of the Lost was Theater Ten. So... And Lane Lost was an awful movie. <laughs> That's really all I have to say about it. It's Will Ferrell, too, which stink kinda stinks because Will Ferrell's a legend he's a legend actor. He's he It's I Am Legend. Really should should have starred Will Ferrell instead of Will Smith. <laughs> no offense to Will Smith, but he's also a legend. Actually that movie should've just starred both the Wills. That would that would have been cool. that be a that'd be a fun tandem. In a movie, I would like to see a movie starring Will Smith and Will Farrell. I would like that. That'd be kind of fun. It could be We Are Legend. <laughs> I like that. We Are Legend. The sequel. Oh my god. It could be like a funny sequel. They could be like scary. <laughs> they could be scary moving it up. Scary movie, that movie. Parody it. Oh, that's a great movie. I'm gonna write that one that deserves to be written down. We are legend. And then I'm gonna write Will Smith and Farrell. But anyway, we're talking Leah Lost. Uh Will Farrell. Make sure to listen to the very first episode of A Stars Born, episode one, the Will Farrell episode back from all the way back on way back February 21st of 2019 <laughs> seems like such a long time ago seems like so much stuff has happened since then but it's really only two and a half months ago but yeah Land of Lost is a just a terrible movie like I would recommend just watch even year one definitely watch year one over Land of Lost. like I liked year one twice as much as I liked Land of Lost. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. And, I mean, it's been like a decade. I probably haven't seen either of those movies since the AMC triple feature. Since that fateful day in June of 2009 uh, with my my old buddy Steve Nungrecht, but I'm, I'm still saying. That's just because that's how much they scarred me. That's the only reason why I haven't seen them again since then. It's because you don't have to watch a movie again after you see it in theaters This is awful <laughs> and that's the AMC triple feature <laughs> okay okay let's get back to back to these pictures back to these photographs that we were talking about so i already talked about the two on the right the two mini golf pictures on the right then we have the two food pictures on the left this is a very food centric podcast Very food-centric episode of the podcast. But that top left picture is... I have my back to the camera. And I have... If you guys are looking at this picture along with me, I have the most awful... Maybe I should post these on Instagram. I have terrible posture in this picture. My body, it looks like the sea. Like the... The wooden block of a C that I painted, um I painted it green this past summer. We picked it up at Target. you know those you know like those giant wooden blocks of letters, yeah, I picked up a C for chris C for Christopher, but that's what that's not what your posture should look like, <laughs> and it looks oh my God, actually, I take that back. I'm more of an s. Cause the way my legs go in, like my, my head curls up and then my legs are curled back like the bottom of an S. So (laughs) I look just, that's just not, it hurts. It hurts my body looking at me the way my, I'm like the hunchback of Chicago, (laughs) the hunchback of Chicago. Just not, not good. Um, yeah. And then my cousin looks like he's listening to me. I'm probably talking because he looks like he's lending an ear and we're both grasping plastic cups of Coca-Cola about four fifths full. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post each one of these pictures on Instagram. So, so then you guys will be able to see them. Even if you can't see the episode image, you can go to my Instagram at Chris Arneson eight and, uh, check out these pictures from, the uh, 2007 Midwest baseball trip, but God, I'm just looking at my posture and this after this podcast, I'm gonna lay down on my yoga foam roller for my back, you know, lay my back down on the the old yoga foam roller just to stretch myself out just because it's making my back hurt just looking at this this is is grotesque and then my grandma, Grandma Doreen must be the person taking this picture because there's a beer. It looks like a Corona. The label's tilted away from the picture. But it looks like it has the the light, like the golden texture of a Corona, I it appears. So, I guess that's what my grandma drinks. And then below that, there's a picture of... So, I'm eating... Alright, first let me say, I like my cousin's food so much more than what I got. Just looking back at this, I can remember... It's so weird, but I can remember the feeling that I had when I ordered this food, and then I looked at my not that my so first i had i will describe what I had first I have like a sausage biscuit there's a sausage and then it's like a giant hot dog bun, but it's more of like a sandwich roll, so a giant sausage and a giant sandwich roll, and then there's a bunch of it looks like mozzarella cheese. A bunch of white cheese melted all over it. So it looks it looks good. Like I'm not it looks like the bun has been toasted. Like the bun might have cheese inside of it. So I'm not complaining about it. It's definitely good. That's definitely a good meal. But but now moving on to my cousin's food. He has my favorite food of all time is what he ordered. My you can't get better than this food item for me. And even this simple, he ordered it the most simple way you can get it. And it looks like absolutely delicious. Like, this is making me crave this food item, even though I ate it yesterday. I just had this food item yesterday, and I'm still craving it. Because you can't go wrong with classic cheese pizza. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. He's got a slice missing, he's already ate a slice of it. And I haven't even taken a bite of my, I haven't even taken a bite of my uh, sausage biscuit thing. But you can see, based on our Coke glasses, that they're now a little, little south of halfway full. Um, you can see that this picture was taken after the picture above it, just based on the, the. What's it called? You know, you know the word I'm trying to think of, when. What's it called when it's like a TV phrase. When um like a, a Coke glass has to have the same amount of coke um throughout the whole episode. Um it starts with a C, but you know where I'm talking about. Everything has to be consistent. It's a it's a synonym to that. It's kinda like consistency. Continuity. There we go. I remembered it. There we go. <laughs> See, I got that great feeling. You can't beat that feeling of of like remembering the word or phrase or name that you're trying to think of. Continuity, that's when you have to keep, like if if someone's drinking, like characters are at a bar, they're drinking beer, they have to keep the, the level of the glass the same throughout the conversation. Unless they're having sips, then they have to keep the level consistent with the sips. You just have to keep the continuity. You have to keep like a character's hair the same throughout the whole episode, you know? They were in the same clothes, all that stuff. You guys get that. <laughs> you get the idea. But um, yeah, that's that's how I can tell because I'm. Um, this is kind of like one of those pictures in the newspaper, when you have to compare two pictures that look almost exactly the same. You have to find five differences between the two pictures, even though these two pictures aren't almost exactly the same. I can still see that. I can pick out the clue that the coat glass. They have different levels of Coca-Cola in the glasses, <laughs> and the one on the bottom, the close-up picture of our food, has less co- Coca-Cola. I am the Coca-Cola detective, <laughs> and that'd be funny. How is Coca-Cola not made like a cartoon show? Like the detective, Coke detective, kind of like Blue's Clues meets like Tom and Jerry meets Itchy and Scratchy from The Simpsons meets the Simpsons, <laughs> but how is that not a thing? You know, you know what I mean. Like, why would Coke, Coca Cola, why wouldn't they dip their toes into other forms of entertainment? Like, they should be making like TV shows and movies and stuff. Like, there should be a show starring the polar bears, the Coca Cola polar bears. There should be a cartoon start like starring them. I I will I will, I want to write that. <laughs> I would love to write for that show. Or create that show. If you're Coca Cola, if you're listening to this right now, anyone who has any connection to Atlanta in general, <laughs> to Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> if you know Ryan Seacrest, because <laughs> he's yeah he's an Atlanta guy, but Coca Cola Atlanta of course, Hot Atlanta. That's a city I really want to go to. That's one of those destinations, along with um, Austin. I'd say the main cities. In the United States. I'm not talking international. Let's just talk U.S. for now. The main ones I want to go to... Uh, Austin, Atlanta, Boston. And then... Yeah, those. that's a good three right there. I'd also like to go to... Hmm, what's another... Ooh, Nashville. Nashville's a cool... That's a cool-sounding city. I would like to go there. That's pretty close to Atlanta. You could just... Hit Nashville on the same trip there, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. I think let's wrap this thing up. Oh my God, we did it. We talked about everything, everything except the Rock. Really, we didn't talk much much about the Rock, but that's okay. We'll do that next episode. We'll we'll make it more rock centric and uh bang out these IMDb credits because. Because then we already know that next episode we're doing uh, Brad Pitt. Because we did Brad Pitt with, with Sean. We got started on Brad Pitt. But I think we only made it to like true romance. I remember talking about true romance. So about like 1994, around there. So we still have about 25 years of Brad Pitt to go through there. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got... Oh my God, not that there's any hurry. What am I even talking about? It's not... There's no hurry. It's all, it's all the same. I'm going to do, do another episode tonight. I'm already looking forward to doing another episode tonight. I love podcasts. I love creating stuff. This is, this is like my passion. <laughs> this, is, this is the stuff I like to do. But um, thanks so much for listening, of course. Thank you so much for joining me for an, yet another thrilling episode of, of A Star is Born. The Movies and Storytelling Podcast. And thank you so much for sharing it with a friend, family member, anybody and everybody. And uh, let's get out of here. Thanks for getting my books on Amazon and Kindle. Follow me on Twitter, ChrisAuthor8. And check out for those 2007 Midwest baseball trip photos on Instagram. I'll throw those up on Instagram at ChrisArneson8. All right, guys.
0: Closing time, time for you to go home to the places where you belong I know who I want to take me home I know who I want to take me home I know who I want to take me home. Take me home, home, home. Closing Torn Torn for you to go home to the places where you belong.
1: All righty then. We did it, guys. We Made it through yet another episode of *Stars Born*. I'm looking at my McDonald's bag, all all tied up there, all cinched up. My bag of four sausage biscuits. Thinking about maybe digging into one of those sausage biscuits pretty soon here. Maybe I'll throw it in the microwave. Not the microwave in the corner though. I'm looking at the microwave in the corner right now. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, the good old microwave in the corner of my apartment room, here at a Born HQ on the second floor of the Coffee House Apartments, across the street from Washington State University. Go Koogs. Happy graduation to everyone who just graduated on Saturday. Congratulations to you all, and to all a good night, and um. I love you. Of course, I love you.